Wrestling 20 years ago, and this is your ECW show for October. It is just Hardcore TV, and this month it is just me, as uh, scheduling and things have meant that we haven't been able to get uh, Mr. Yol and me in the same room to do this, uh, but we will be back together for next month as it is pay-per-view, so we will be back then. Uh, volume 1 and 2 are both uh, WF shows this month. Uh, volume 3 is WCW, Volume 4 is ECW, and Volume 5 is an extra special show where we play 21 and have a live watch along to Legends of Wrestling. I have never seen it. It should be fun. Um, a couple of announcements. Um, obviously, if you do enjoy the show, please... Uh, rate review on iTunes because um, that always helps with algorithms to get the uh, viewerships there and also if you would like to help us financially we have a Patreon um, that we are literally saying if you have liked the show at any point just chuck us a dollar on there um, it basically helps with the hosting um, keeps the subscriptions up for all of the newsletters and stuff that we need to do the background stuff of the show also, a little announcement for later in the year, we are doing a very special mailbox um, show, basically, where you can ask us anything about timeline, non-timeline, basically it's an open forum, if there's ever been a question you've ever had for any of us, um, send it our way, um, you know, if you want to know why I love ECW so much and hate Wahoo McDaniel, you can. Um, if you want to know why and how Rory manages to watch as much WCW as he has to, you can. Want to know what we think about NWA Power? It's awesome. Or uh, All Elite or NXT or even TNA. It is your chance to ask us literally whatever the hell you want. Um, we're not definite on who's going to be on there. I'll be there. Rory will be there. Um, we're going to try and get as many people as we can on that one. Um, so basically we can have just a fun discussion for December as part of your Bumper Festivus collection because obviously we'll also have not just the normal December shows but there will also be the end of year awards as well. Um, so without further ado we will go into TV on TNN. Um, so this month the first episode of TNN opened up with Brino and Mike Awesome in a title match, where Mike Awesome wins with a frog splash. We follow that up with the FBI, Guido and Big Sally in a handicap match against Spike, where Spike wins with hitting an acid drop on both Sally and Guido and pinning both at the same time. We then get a tag team match between Danny Dorian and Roadkill and C.W. Anderson and Bill Wiles, where Roadkill wins with the Amish Splash. And our main event sees Tommy Dreamer going against Yoshihiro Tajiri. 
Tajiri wins after Raven comes out and DDTs Tommy Dreamer. Week 2 TV is pretty much just two highlights of Anarchy Rules. Uh, the freeway match between Tajiri, Super Crazy and Guido. And the Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm match. But it is most notable for this segment that you're about to hear. There was two parts but I'm just going to play it as one whole bit. Of Tammy Lynn's interview and return to ECW. In 1994, legendary professional wrestling manager Jim Cornette introduced the world to Tammy Lynn Sitch in the now defunct Smoky Mountain Wrestling promotion in Knoxville, Tennessee. We felt like we were really cool. We felt on top of the world at that moment. The very next year, Tammy received her big break. She was summoned to the World Wrestling Federation, where she adopted the persona of Sonny and was overwhelmed by the bizarre world of fame and adulation. There's a site on the internet, Tammy's Feet. It's all pictures of, like, where you can see my bare feet, dedicated to my feet and my toes. So what do you think? Is this worth an internet site? Trust me. There are better parts of me to look at. Although, I do like my feet pretty much. But for Tammy, the price of fame was way too high. Because the pressure of being wrestling's hottest sex symbol was too much for her to handle. Well, there are many different reactions in my life to the pressure that was put on me. I would have to say prescription drug abuse. And most problems would be a muscle relaxer named Soma. I would say it's pretty widespread amongst um, a lot of athletes in the in the business. I really do because uh, uh, there are there are sometimes you can be going into anybody's locker room and people are could be there passing them out if you want them. How dangerous is some? Uh, very. Um, good friend of ours died from mixing that with alcohol. Tell me about it. Well. His name is Louis Spicoli, and uh, he had a fun night out in L.A. one night with his friends, drinking and taking his pill. Went back to his house, fell asleep, never woke up. Well, he did wake up once. It was 6 o'clock in the morning, turned off his answering machine, and then he choked it to death uh, because he couldn't get up out of bed. Because uh, if you take enough of those things, you can be pretty much almost just like uh, paralyzed. And uh, that was pretty rough. And we lost him. I, w I was considered old by any, you know, 1997, and I was only 24 years old. And I was called the click chick because they were friendly to me, I was friendly to them. I would make their like hotel reservations. But I prefer to be pushed on my own talent instead of who I am friends with, who I am dating, who I am sleeping with, who I eat dinner with. I would be for I would prefer to be myself and be pushed as what I do and how I can do it. When I first left the World Wrestling Federation it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. I could relax, I could have a home. 
I could, you know, do everything I want to do, but I didn't, I, I didn't see myself taking advantage of that yet. I saw myself just digging a hole deeper for myself. I took a, too much advantage of uh, being able to sit home and not do anything, and you know, I felt too relaxed in my environment. Um, too relaxed to the point where I finally did take my first drink. My first drink was at home when there were no more pills to make you go to sleep. There have been times when my, when my, when my dad died, I wanted to go with him. When my niece died, I wanted to be there with her too. Stacy, she died when she was 16. I was in the hospital and she was on life support. And I was holding her hand and and she, she died. She went cold in my hands. I didn't want to let her go. I couldn't let her go. And there were some nights that I was hoping I wouldn't wake up next morning. Tell me about it. Describe that feeling. The worst feeling in the world. The worst feeling in the world. To know that you don't care if you wake up in the next morning or not. You can talk about your Sables. You can talk about your Debras. You've got your Nitro Girls. You've got your Dom Marie's. But I'm going to set the standard by which every girl in this business is judged. Again. Because girls, I'm alive. <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> so we go into week three's TV where we open up seeing Chris Candido and Lance Storm in the ring together. Um, and they call each other out and say that there's going to be a match later on. We then see, well, we were meant to see. David Cass versus Tom Marquez, but that is until Rhino comes out, spears both of them, and then goes off to attack two NFL players from the New Orleans Saints. Tommy Dreamer versus Steve Carino sees Tommy winning with a roll-up, despite RVD, or not RVD, Raven, coming out and hitting him with a DDT. Chris Candido versus Lance Storm. Lance gets the win with a cradle pile driver after Justin comes out and canes Chris. We then see Rod Price going against Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome wins with the Frog Splash after a vicious awesome bomb through a table. We then get promo roulette. Impact players saying that they will take tag team titles. Danny Doring saying that he's going to take out Nova. Balls and Axel saying that they're still a tag team. And we also see Tajiri attacking Jerry Lynn. Going into week four's TV. Mike Awesome and New Jack have a, tag have a world title match where Mike Awesome wins with a frog splash after the usual level of hardcoreness applies. We see Chris Candido and Nova go into a con no contest as Danny Doring and Roadkill come out to attack Nova. Lance and Dawn Marie attack post match and then call out Francine. Tommy comes out with Francine but gets beaten down by the Impact players. Raven comes out to make the save. Only to DDT Tommy. Dave Cash versus Rhino. Rhino absolutely annihilates him and 
beats him with a pile driver and then calls out Sabu. We then get our standard Sabu style match where Sabu wins after hitting pretty much everything in his arsenal a few times and wins with the triple jump moonsault. So going into the final week's TV, we see Taz vs Sabu in what is an absolutely awesome match. Um, Sabu wins after hitting a top lope leg drop through a table. Post-match, the Impact players come out and attack Sabu until RVD comes to make the save. Then Sabu attacks RVD, Taz putting him in the Taz mission. Storm and Tommy Dreamer have another match where Storm wins after Raven comes out and hit DDT's Tommy again. Justin then canes Raven. Raven says that he hates Tommy more than anyone else and Tommy then DDT's Raven. We have a promo from Nova where he says that short and sweet he's dedicating every match that he has in the coming future to Chris J. We're then introduced to the Baldies, DeVito, Angel and Tony Vito, who attack Cash, Doring and Roadkill, and then Balls and Axe will come out to make the save. And we end the month with a promo from Raven. Tommy Dreamer. I got caned by Justin Incredible. I got DDT'd by you. I got my head split open, left a bloody mess. The EMTs had to bandage me up. The people left. The ring trucks drove away. And once again, I'm left all alone. All alone with my demons. But I take solace in the fact, Tommy, of all the misery that I'll bring to you and all the misery that we'll bring to the Impact players. Lance Storm, you will never ascend to the heights that I've been. And just incredible, you just won't be me. You can't be me. It doesn't matter, Justin, if you close every bar. It doesn't matter how many women you victimize. It doesn't matter how many titles you win. It doesn't matter how many people you leave laying. Quote, not just the coolest. Quote, not just the best. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Okay, so there you have uh, the TV for the month. Um, it is pretty sparse this month um lots of really decent matches uh but no nothing major sort of storyline which is quite surprising seeing the fact that we are going into november to remember next month um this was going to be a point where i was going to sort of discuss with yelly um how we feel the first few months of tv have gone on tna uh, but as he's not here i'll do it myself um it is one of those where I've looked at what they've done so far and it has definitely been better than I was expecting. Um, obviously when we all sort of thought, oh this could be TV, they can't do all the hardcore stuff, they can't do everything they have been doing. In that first few weeks we saw the fucking Dudleys being the fucking Dudleys. We've had New Jack matches where New Jack has been New Jack. We've had Sabu being Sabu. They have not watered down the product for TNN. Um, yes, it's not as bloody 
as um, you know it used to be on hardcore TV, uh, but you're still getting the same level of violence, the same attitude, and the same swearing, which you know, thumbs up. Um, I personally think, because um, having watched some nitros uh, recently as a TV show, the one-hour format is best. Um, it really does help with the flow of it because obviously taking out the adverts it clogs in about 45 minutes and it, like some of the shows this month where they've had three, three really good matches on a show a little bit of talking done thank you very much you want to watch more you want you want next week to come around quicker um, which after watching one episode of Nitro I just wanted it to all end and to never have to watch it again um so you know that's that's the difference between you know the, the formats i do think anything more than two hours is overkill and ecw being that nice 45 minutes works so well for it um so yeah going into next month obviously we do have a pay-per-view normal service will resume um, yes, this is just a little short one because, as I said, it's just me and it's just TV reviews. Um, but going into next month, as we said, we do have November to remember. Going into Christmas, we have the mailbag for the mailbag show. So obviously, if you do have any questions, please send them our way. Um, either hook us up on the Twitter at, uh, at Wrestling20YRS or go onto the Facebook. Um, obviously, if you can, just put on there. That is for the mailbag. Obviously, we're not going to just reply to them straight out, and they can be kept for the show. Um, this month, four more other episodes. You've got two WWF shows, one covering the UK pay per view No Mercy, and uh, then standard WWF show, the WCW show covering Halloween Havoc, and as I said, a live watch along of Religions of Wrestling, One I Play 21. I've never seen it. I've only seen the bits on Botchamania that, you know, the famous clips of Jake rubbing the snake on someone and people on him. And I'm intrigued to see what sort of a clusterfuck that is. Um, so, yeah, that is that for today. As I said, if you wanted to help us financially, please help support us on Patreon. That would be wonderful. And I'm going to leave you with, namely, one of the, the best songs in ECW, Mike Awesome's theme. And until next time, goodbye.